For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome, everyone, to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospect podcast. We have an interview edition here for you today. This is Ryan Roberts, Rising Draft on Twitter, the director of scouting over at NFL Draft Bible, brought to you by Sports Illustrated, also the co-host of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospect podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I have an exciting interview today with one of the most outstanding offensive weapons in the 2021 NFL Draft class, one of the top tight ends, maybe the top tight end, depending on who you ask. That is Mr. Pat Fryermuth, who is a tight end out of Penn State. Pat, in only two years and four games, is the all-time leading touchdown receptions leader among tight ends in Penn State football history. He has accomplished things from freshman All-American to All-American to All-Big Ten to two-time big uh, to two-time team captain. Everything under the sun, Mr. Fryermuth has been able to accomplish. And I am excited to bring you an interview with him today. Before I do, I need to tell you about Bet Online. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. If you are looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. The Bills look like they might be the trendy pick to maybe upset the Chiefs with, uh, with Pat Mahomes coming back from that concussion protocol. If you have an inkling that, hey, this might be the Bills' year, maybe throw a little money down. Make sure to uh, check out betonline.ag. From game spreads and totals to team and player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. There's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, welcome everyone. We are back here now. I'm Mr. Pat, Mr. Pat Fryermuth with me here, tight end from Penn State, 2021 NFL draft prospect. Been a fan of this man for a couple of years. He had the opportunity to potentially enter the 2020 NFL draft. Ultimately, he decided to go back to school for the 2020 season. But now he is a part of the 2021 NFL draft cycle. I know he's out west. Training, getting ready. Pat, appreciate you, man, coming on here today. How is everything going for you so far? Yeah, no problem. I mean, everything's going great. Um, you know, just out here in uh, Southern California, uh, working out, training with uh, some of the guys that are training for the draft. And, you know, I just love the process so far. Absolutely, man. I know I know. it's it's a process that a couple, people have been kind of anticipating for you for a couple of years. Obviously, you had the opportunity to potentially declare last year if you wanted to. I kind of wanted to go back to – just to be getting for a second before we talk about the draft process um, specifically. So obviously you were a young man that came out of Massachusetts coming out of uh, Brooks school. And I know that you were obviously a very acclaimed player while you were at Brooks. And there were a lot of t- um, schools that were potentially looking at you to come and be, be a part of their, or- their team, their school, their organization, everything on, on that spectrum. 
Can you just kind of take me through some of maybe your best moments at Brooks and then why ultimately Penn State was the best spot for you when everything when everything came down to it? Yeah, um, honestly, I think my best experience at Brooks was honestly just being part of that community and being part of, you know, that school, um, you know, coming up through um, like a public school family, I would say. I'm having the opportunity to go to a private school and experience that kind of uh, life. Um, you know, it, it was it was definitely interesting and definitely something I'm proud to be a part of. And definitely just kind of building my relationship with my cousin, um, who was the head football coach there and, and, and building relationships with other people there. Um, you know, my advisor and my basketball coach and um, everything like that, um, just kind of building relationships. And, you know, I can't say enough great things about that Brooks community because, you know, we joke around with like friends when you're there. It's kind of called the Brooks bubble because you just see the same people every single day, uh, day in and day out. But, you know, the whole atmosphere there is just awesome. Everyone talks to everyone. Everyone says hello to each other. It's just a nice environment. And, you know, obviously uh, I had great success on the football field as long as the basketball um, court. I mean, football, we won. We went to th two bowl games for my three years that we've been there. Won one, lost one. Um building the relationships on the field was awesome. And obviously just basketball. I mean, the, that program is awesome. Um, I think we, when I was there, I've never lost a, a league game. I think we were 75 and 0. Um, so just kind of being part of that winning programs in both football and basketball uh, kind of helped me, my mentality going into college and kind of knowing what it's like to win and what that feeling is like. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And obviously going to Penn state, obviously it's a big campus, a lot of students, what was kind of just that maybe early transition to going from maybe a little, little smaller town kind of atmosphere to a, such a big institution like Penn State? It was definitely hard because, you know, Brooks, there's, I mean, my graduating class was like 95 and that was the biggest of school history. Um, so obviously going to a school with 46,000 undergrad was a little different. Um, but, you know, it was kind of being part of a, an organization like a football team, it's kind of, it makes it smaller because, you know, you have your guys on the team and it's kind of like just you and the, and the team and you don't really kind of associate side outside of that, that, that program, but obviously you build friendships outside of that, but it was definitely hard. It was definitely challenging. I think it was good that I went in the summer when there wasn't a lot of people on campus um, just to kind of get acclimated and, and kind of get adjusted to college life. Um, but, you know, I, I was, it was definitely weird having all those kids come back, but, I mean, playing in front of 107,000 day in and day out um, on game days was just something that, you know, I'll cherish forever. And, and it was just what makes Penn State, uh, Penn State. Absolutely. And I, I know, obviously, you had very early success there. I know you had, you were, I believe, in the same recruiting class as Zach Koontz, who was an even mm -hmm. higher recruiter. Like, he was five-star by a lot of publications. But you were yeah. the one that came in and really had that impact uh, from that early get off to when you first stepped on campus, what do you think kind of separated yourself to be able to be a, a freshman that could have that much success early on? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm a competitor and, you know, obviously um, that's what makes me, I think who I am. Um, I take the disrespect and I take, you know, the rankings and I, and personally I'm not a big fan of them, um, mm -hmm. but I use them as fuel to the fire. You know, I, I, came in every single day in high school and I, you know, I had that recruiting ranking of me being number nine tight in the country and, and I felt dis disrespected and that was in my locker in the, in, in my football locker room. And, um, that was on my wallpaper in high school and every single workout I saw before, um, I, I worked out and it kind of just motivated me. So I took that process into college and, you know, obviously as a freshman, it's definitely hard to get on the field, but I did always did the extra things. And I think the older tight ends there that, you know, they kind of helped me move along because they saw the talent that I I produced. 
um, and, and the potential I could have. And they, and they helped me, um, you know, so I just kind of used the disrespect and the, and the motivation to kind of you know, propel my career and kind of always do the extra little thing. And I know you guys have a nice tradition of tight end play, you know, going back to like Kyle Brady, Mike Kosicki was right before you. What was it like just being able to continue that trend of excellent tight end play at, while you were at Penn State? Yeah, um, you know, Coach Bowen, um, he obviously been like a father figure to me and um, can't say enough great things about him. But, you know, the first day he came in, he said that there's an expectation in the tight end room. And every single day I try to live up to that and I try to live up to the standards of the program. And, you know, I think me and Coach Franklin have a great relationship because I bought into the program uh, when I was there 100%, 110%. And I did everything that was asked and more. And I think I'm reaping the benefit of it because, um, I, you know, I followed their uh, path to success. And I think that's put me up in the position I am today. Um, so, you know, um, obviously uh, Coach Bone, like I said, I set that standard for the tight end room. And I feel like that, you know, I lived up to it. And as he said, before I left to the guys, like I created a new one. And I think that the younger guys in that room, they can go another higher than I went, uh, another level than I went. So the standard just keeps evolving every single year at, at the tight end position at Penn State. And I, I know you had a ton of accolades, you know, from freshman All-American to All-Big Ten to All-American. But I think the biggest one for me that I see is this, uh, outside of the 30 games that you played, two-time captain. So could you just speak to just the leadership qualities that you were able to show while at Penn State and just how special that was for you to, to kind of carry that moniker with you? Yeah, I mean, all, like you said, all the accolades, you know, they mean a lot, but the ones that I'll, the one, the two that I, I'll cherish for the rest of my life is being voted a captain my sophomore year and a captain my junior year. Um, you know, the, that's the biggest achievement one can have um, being part of a program because it shows that the people look up to you in the program and people respect how you work. And I'm not going to lie, last year when I was voted captain as a sophomore, I was completely caught off guard. Um, I didn't expect it at all, but, you know, it just meant a lot that the guys, the older guys especially, um, you know, looked up to me and, 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 you know, kind of liked how I was a leader. Um, and then obviously I kind of sat back as my sophomore year and I kind of saw how the seniors led and, and saw what they did to the younger classmen and how they, you know, pushed the program forward. And I kind of implemented that into my own ways as going to be a junior in the off season. Um, and I think, you know, I, I was a pretty successful captain. I think that I, looking back, you know, pushed the younger guys to become great and kind of pushed the program to moving forward. Yeah, and kind of with that wide scope, Pat, because I know you are only play, able to play in four games this season, but even with that, only playing the two full seasons in four games, you still set the tight end record with touchdown catches, broke Kosicki's record, and you obviously had a standout career, even though it wasn't really the longest career that a lot of guys will go through. But when you kind of just sit back, I know you're kind of full speed ahead, getting ready for the draft, but if you have, have you been able to take a step back and just kind of – just really think about the impressions and the long-term impact that you've probably given to Penn State. Yeah, um, I definitely, I think after that last game, um, you know, against Illinois, I kind of talked to Coach Bowen um, in the locker room for a long time after, and we kind of just reflected on like my career there and and kind of the things I've did and the things that I accomplished. And, um, you know, it, it means a lot to me that I could, um, you know, means so much to a program, especially a, a program like Penn State, who's been around forever and has had great um, people come out of it and successful people coming out of it, not only in the NFL, but off the field as well. And it just means a lot that, you know, I'm part of that tradition and I'm a part of that legacy that, you know, has helped evolve Penn State into the program that it is today. 
And I know it's really overplayed, but I have to ask about it just because the 87, the big frame, obviously the baby Grok nickname, man. Just talk to me a little bit about that. Is that something that started in college? Was that something that followed you from high school? Like when did that nickname kind of come about? Um, it, people joked about it in, in high school a little bit, like my friends and everything. Um, you know, it was pretty funny because when I first got asked about it or called it, I kind of laughed and kind of just brushed it off, thinking it wasn't going to be some big thing. But, you know, it's evolved into something that I didn't expect it to. Um, you know, obviously, I have, like I've said from the beginning, I have so much work to do to even be in that consideration as a Gronk type or a Steven Gonzalez type or, or something like that. But, um, you know, I, I I like it, I guess. Um, you know, I kind of you I watch film on him, obviously. I watch film on other tight ends. But, you know, I just, as a tight end, I think that I take – um, good things. I have different tight ends that are in the league now, and I kind of implement them into my game. Um, my goal is to be one of the best all-around tight ends I can be. Um, so if that's being compared to Gronk or if that's being compared to, you know, Hunter Henry or Mark Andrews or, you know, George Kittle, so be it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to try and be who I want to be, not live up to anyone else's expectations. Absolutely. And I know you just, you just mentioned a couple of guys already. That was kind of my next question was just maybe players that you emulate or are there maybe a couple of those guys, maybe you want to highlight a little more or just some guys in the past that maybe growing up you like to watch, like who are some guys that really stand out as the maybe, I don't want to say, you know, complete role model, but just people that maybe you take pieces of parts of their games. Yeah. Um, I mean, I take parts of uh, different games. I've obviously watched film on Martin Andrews. Obviously he's like an athlete's first guy who the agency I'm signed with. So, um, you know, I kind of watched film on him. I kind of watched film on Hunter Henry, you know, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Gronk. Um, you know, I've actually been watching film on Noah Fant. I watched film on Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson a lot in college just because they were very successful in the college rankings. Um, you know, I just I just like to watch. I just love the game of football. So I like to just watch film and just, you know, look at what other people do well and what I can do well and see what, how they do it and how they get from point A to point B successful. So um, I just... You know, I love football. I like to see the game and I like to watch film. So that's just kind of something I pride myself on. Mm -hmm. And I know, obviously, you you made that decision to come back for the season. And then, you know, all the, the world kind of gets turned upside down on their head, right, with everything with the COVID and protests during the summer. And there's just a lot of uncertainty. And obviously, there was a, you know, at, at one point, we thought there was going to be no Big Ten football. That's a, a, a smaller semblance of the season. But just how how um, how difficult was that process just working through throughout the summer with some uncertainty and just how were you able to maintain a positivity throughout that? Yeah, um, I would say overall, it was definitely a very tough year for everyone, not just athletes or my or myself or anything like that. It was definitely a tough year as a whole country all around. Um, but, you know, I just, that's just kind of how it helped me and my mentality because, um, you know, I just take things day by day. And that's the advice that I can give to other people is just taking things day by day. I um, mean, if you can do that, if you can stack great days on great days, then you're going to be successful. And I just think that, you know, that that's this kind of challenge that, um, you know, different things come up in different various points of the days. But if I just try to stay consistent um, and try to, you know, kind of work towards that end goal. Um, so that's just kind of how I stayed um, being me throughout the whole um, stuff going on this year. I know you mentioned you're represented by athletes first. You say you're out in California. Uh, more specifically, Pat, where are you training? What's kind of the process looking for you right now? Yeah, um, so I'm at Proactive Sports. Um, I'm in uh, 
Irvine or Laguna Hills, California. Um, we just, you know, rehab my shoulder from surgery and, and, you know, working out as hard as I can. I'm just kind of getting ready for that next process. And, you know, the next step of being evaluated as being a, uh, you know, professional tight end. And who, who are some guys that you might be working out with over there just in this, in the same um, facility or, or, are there, um, you making some quick friends? I know sometimes like that first week in that, in the draft process, I don't know what week you're on now, but you're just trying to figure out people's names. Like you just yeah. don't really know. It's got a lot of constant moving parts a little bit. Yeah. So I'm on actually, I'm on week four right now. Um, nice. I came out here the day after Christmas. I'm um, just mm-hmm. get started. Um, you know, I'm training with, you know, Kyle Pitts, um, Hunter Long from BC. I'm training with Chuba Hubbard, um, a couple DBs from Georgia, Wyatt Davis, Justin Fields. I'm training with a bunch of guys. Um, uh, I'll throw with Trevor Lawrence, um, I think Fridays and Wednesdays. Um, so, you know, I'm just working out with all the best I can I can be around and, you know, ha- help them push me. And, and besides for, you know, the rehab that you talked about, what, uh, what is the – the mindset as far as like things that you really want to hone in on and work on as you work towards, you know, pro day or whatever that your testing regiment's going to look like for the NFL. Yeah. I just want to work on my body and get it into the best shape I can. Um, I think, you know, going into my sophomore year, my body was in really good shape, dropped down my body fat and same as junior year. Um, but I just want to continue to, you know, be in that, uh, mindset is to, you know, I mean, I'm just focusing on football now that there's no more school. So just kind of doing everything I can each and every single day to f- to get my body right and get my football mind um, good to go um, for that next uh, step in the practice with the next team who drafts me. And I love I love the tight end room that you just talked about that you're working out with, man. Kyle Pitts, Hunter mm-hmm. Long. Some, it's a great tight end group. I really am enjoying everybody that I've been able to watch this year. And I know earlier in the interview, you talked a little bit about like that ranking, right? That that you're you're pissed off. You don't like being ranked a little lower. I know I've been very consistent. I believe that you are the best all around tight end in the 2021 NFL draft class for the entire portion of the draft process so far. I know a lot of people are now talking about Kyle Pitts. What is it like just being able to work with another great player and great players in general and being able to measure yourself and then be able to, you know, maybe prove some of the doubters wrong continually? Yeah. You know, I, I like, you know, I, I never back down from competition. I like going against the best. And if people think Kyle Pitts is the best tight end, then I'm going to want to work out with him to see what he does in his game that is so great that I can put into my game. Because, you know, as an athlete, you can compete all you want. But at the end end of the day, like me and him are just trying to get to our end goal, which is, you know, have the best professional career that we can. Um, so if that's me giving him some insight on stuff that I do well, that he may, maybe not, or vice versa, then I'm going to want to do that. Um, and I, you know, so far, I think that it's been great for both of us, you know, picking and picking each other's brains and, and figuring out what we can work on both on the field that to get each other better and, and keep pushing each other to get to that end goal of, you know, being one of the best tight ends to ever play the game of football. Absolutely. And I, I know only like one or two questions for you, Pat. I know, the dream of playing the NFL, I'm sure for you, has been probably since you were a little kid. I know it was for me when I played. For Just to kind of highlight that part, how much of a blessing is it going to be to soon here be a professional football player, and how long has that been a dream for you? I mean, it's been a dream since I was a little kid. I mean, there's, you know, there's home videos that my parents have t- taken of me and my brother just in the backfield, you know, playing football when we were just – like little, little kids. And I mean, I've always thought of myself as to, you know, want to be a professional athlete. And, you know, to be honest, I I didn't think it was going to be capable, but, you know, 
all of a sudden it just spun out. It just went like that. You know, my career just went from Brooks to, to Penn state and, um, and now into this level, um, to next, this next step. And, you know, I, I have dreams now that I wake up from it just like emotional because I just can't wait to, you know, get that call on draft night and just, you know, have all the hard work start to pay off to get that call and be around my loved ones and see them, you know, so happy for me. It's just going to be, it's going to be an emotional day, but you know, I've worked for it for my whole life. And then the, the most cliche question of all time to end you here, you're going to be asked it probably a hundred times before you're drafted. When Pat Fryermuth enters my building, he enters my organization, what type of player and what type of person are, am I getting in you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, you're going to get a player that, that gives it all, who loves football. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my, you know, the, co- the coaches from Penn State and everyone that knows me well is going to say the same thing. Everything I, everything I do in life revolves around football. I have no really other hobbies. You know, I like to read sometimes. I like to go hang out with friends and do all that. But everything I choose to do revolves around football. Um, so you're going to get a guy that's dedicated, who's going to put everything they have into that organization, into the game, and every single practice, every single lift, and everything like that. And just you're going to have a guy that represents that organization well off the field. Um, I actually want to start my own organization or foundation to deal with bullying because, you know, that's something I'm passionate about and to raise awareness about bullying and kind of educate people on, you know, the impacts of bullying. Um, so, you know, you're going to get a guy that, you know, loves the game and just is a good role model for young kids to, to follow and look up to. Outstanding. Well, again, I'm with you here with Mr. Pat Fryermuth, former Penn State tight end, now 2021 NFL draft prospect. Pat, appreciate you again, man, so much for taking the time. I know it's a hectic time, but I'll be rooting for you, man. And I absolutely appreciate every second that you were able to give to me today. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Have a good one. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.